what it is, what's up, gotcha podcast in the cut, the Telesis episode two, and we are currently using GarageBand for our um for our sequel episode and the setting I'm using is called bright vocal. It's very bright, it's very bubbly, very reverbery. Reminds me of a riffraff skit. But anyway, getting on to the actual episode. The title is To Open or To Not, and we are doing an episode on Corona, if you haven't heard a hundred billion of those already. This one specifically will try to touch on the fact that uh, opening isn't the best idea right now, but I do understand that we need we need money flowing in, right? We need organic money not coming in from inflation or whatever. We need process. We need people working. I understand that, you know. I am democratic, but I do understand where some republics are coming from. Not all, not most, but some. And this won't really be a political, too political podcast. Uh, this episode might be a little bit more than the other ones, but this one is going to try to just be found in reality. So, uh, three segments today. First one, a proper way to exit Corona. That's the title of my outline. I use outlines. Big whoop want to fight about it. Anyway, the first first point, don't think with big corporations in mind. I hate when people try to protect corporations. Why? They don't care about you. I swear to God, Tyson is trying to stay open. Uh, people got corona in their plants. They don't give a damn. Stop thinking about corporations. Two, keep pseudoscience and po- uh, politics out of the decision. No matter which way you lean, whether it be blue or red, uh, I hope that the city, state, and uh, regional and local, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the whole, you know, government, every level tries to keep politics out of the decision. I know it's been immersed in politics already. Um, I could name several examples, but someone would get pissed. Just know that I personally hope that they keep politics out of it. And then third and final one, uh, don't move, move being us. Don't, op- don't operate and act like everything is okay when things do open up. If things are opening a city, that's cool. But please don't go around hugging people, dapping people up, this, that, that, this, like everything's straight. Anyway, we'll spawn upon all those um, after the break. Hope you stay tuned. All right, we took the um, the filter off, so this should feel a lot more normal. Anyway, um, part one of this elongated podcast, it may not be that long, let's just see. So with corporations, right? I think we're going to have a situation in the next few days, months, weeks, any measurement of time that is longer than a second. Uh, we're going to see a lot of corporations push heavy to, to force people to get back to work with, um, with it being to where they don't, um, the regulations won't protect the people as it does seem to be happening very soon. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of corporations. I've seen it with some. Uh, I think I saw it was a car dealership. Uh, I can't find it. I don't have a picture on me anymore. But the car dealership is saying, like, if you don't return to work by this point, I think this point was when that state opened back up uh, for retail and all that. It'll be let go. Like, let go on the spot. And also, if you were to come back, you had to sign certain um, parts of the contract saying that if you get corona, it's your fault. We have no um, liberty to protect you in that situation, I suppose. Um, 
and a bunch of other stuff that's basically just degrading their human rights. Uh, essentially, if you got it, you couldn't take sick, you couldn't take sick time. Nothing of the sort. You were, if you got it, good luck. And uh, I see that happening with Tyson, as I mentioned in the first part. Tyson, uh, food plants in general, I believe, are starting to have massive waves of corona right now. And they are pushing as heavy as possible, along with the president, who is an idiot. Um, no, no, listen, it's not a political statement called Donald Trump an idiot. I, I don't think it should be. I'm not trying to be political, but the guy said some of the dumbest things I've ever heard a person say. And he's sitting in office. I, I, I think it's fair to call him an idiot, at least relatively speaking. Um, it's also fair to keep in mind that corporations, while they do have endless, a lot of them have endless amounts of um, money st stored away somewhere, whether somewhere be one of their uh, acolytes' um, pockets or in some trust, not trust fund, in some fund uh, in the Swiss bank somewhere offshore. Um, but all I mean say, they do have a lot of um, extra money to work with. However, it's not infinite. They do need people to process whatever good it may be, whether it be chicken, uh, selling cars, um, what, what have you, uh, Amazon, you know, whatever. And I think that we're at a point where we need to really consider who needs work the most. I really don't sit here and think that we need to worry about Tyson and what happens to them. But the farmers that are feeding Tyson meat, uh, pause, um, the people processing, the smaller companies that are processing meat, the mom and pop joints that are selling meat, uh, maybe whether it be corners or in uh, rural towns, et cetera, et cetera. Those are people we need to worry about. And this... Once we open back up, which a lot of places is pretty much now, uh, if not this week. Once we open back up, we have to be conscientious of um, of what bad can happen. I use the word conscientious, which is the adjective, and not conscious, which is the word I, I should have used, but I'm, I'll tie it in. So I don't think we're being conscientious. <laughs> I don't think we're being conscious of the people and the conscientious individuals that should be making these decisions are not doing it with the people in mind. When I think about the fact that big businesses are willing to fire people ad nauseum versus furlough or, you know, furlough meaning reduced pay or some kind of, you know, it basically changing the way they're normally getting paid. When I think about how evil corporations have been, some, some, not all, some have been with this. I just think it bad that we are so eager to bail them out first and foremost, which I mean has been the way America has worked for centuries. So pretty much the uh, premise of capitalism, I suppose. Our capitalism being more strained than most others, but what are you going to do? Um, I don't think that we, we be the people, normal people, me, you, Joe Blow, Hoblo um, should be restating this rhetoric as actively as I see people doing. I don't know where Republicans get off, and this is not again not political. I don't know where Republicans get off saying that the economy is tanking the way it is. It is it, it, the economy is doing bad, but one of their tenets of why it's doing bad 
is corporation bleeding, the stock market is bleeding. I don't know why people, why normal people care about it. Like if you got your 401k, that's one thing, okay. But the stock market always bounces back. 95% of big corporations always bounce back. Stop worrying about them. There, it, it boggles me because I live in a, a town with a couple of small joints that um, are foods. Uh, most most small owned places here are food places, I believe. Uh, a couple retails, retail stores, but a lot of food places. And we're not even actively using those places to eat at. We're letting them bleed because it's still open places, fast food joints, all that. That's where we're eating at. I don't know why you couldn't help your, your fellow man first, but decide to bend over backwards for um, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, um, for places that are actually limited in some of their, their scope. I guess Walmart and Winn-Dixie had to have limited people. Um, stop bending over for, for big corporations. They'll be all right. And uh, I guess that's really all I want to get across from this point. Corporations are going to be fine. Whether we are working or not, most corporations will be fine. And in the process of natural selection, we have to operate under that. Normal people have to operate under natural selection, as we have been doing with the hospitals, lack of ventilators. Uh, some people going outside and spraying other people, and then they die um, because they don't want to follow guidelines. It's sad, but we have to operate under natural selection. So why doesn't corporations do? Since corporations, um, I believe, are taxed as normal people. I don't know. Something to think about. One should be the easiest understood, and yet it's probably the most uh, contentious out of all of my points. Let me get a sip of water here. All right. So a lot of people are very easily spawned one way or the other when it comes to anything that they can't comprehend. Uh, I think that's human nature. We are the biggest brain people on this planet that we know of. And, well, brains that can be used to, I don't know, there might be something bigger than a human's brain, I'm not sure. But the, the fact is we're the smartest things on this planet uh, that we know of again. Uh, so I think when something is outside of our understanding, we tend to think of it as supernatural or man-made um, which brings it once again within our, our realm of, of ability. Um, but the thing about disease is, is that it operates just like an animal, an insect, a human, um, the sky, water. It has its own way of doing. And in the same way that a bear can mold to humans living in its habitat, Unfortunately, pathogens, their habitat is a whole planet, and some of them tend to adapt to humans better than others. I'm not a biology major, I'm not an epidemiologist, um, I'm none of those things, but I am a person who understands that not everything that happens on this planet is man-made, not everything bad that happens is man-made, not everything bad that happens is some magical catastrophe that's caused by something that's not even this world. You know, sometimes it's just things in this world that move independent of our own being. 
that ends up coming back to affect us. And I think that it is important for you to understand that is what this virus is doing. This virus is not some, it might be, you know, I'm still in the camp that it could be altered. I'm not completely swayed one way or the other, but I do see that the science is saying that it is not altered. So for the most part, I'm trusting that's the case. I'm a little bit skeptical that something like this could come, something that takes on traits of you know, deficiencies, Ebola, um, various diseases that attack the, uh, the ability to process blood. Uh, blood clotting is a problem now. Uh, strokes. It's almost amazing to see how dangerous this disease is. And with it being only an evolution of SARS-CoV-1, SARS-CoV-1 wasn't this bad. Um, like if you think relatively speaking, this is relatively one of the worst diseases ever made because we have the best medical knowledge we've ever had. We have not, not even close. And we don't have any grip on what this disease is doing. Now think about that for a second. Back in the 1800s, um, when the Black Death was a thing, they didn't know what the, what they didn't know anything about diseases for real. When the Spanish flu hit, they knew only the bare minimum of how to even operate in in a pandemic. Um, so they were also struck and were stricken with uh, ignorance. But we are in the 2020s. We have pretty decent files on at least the past two or three global pandemics, uh, that being the 1800s, uh, bubonic plague and um, swine, not, not swine flu, uh, Spanish flu. We also have swine flu, Ebola, HIV, all those other smaller, more regional pandemics. Um, and even with that knowledge, we got nothing. I mean, not nothing, literally, but we're getting, we're getting our ass beat at this point. And I think it's important to look at that and think, okay, it's just because it's truly man-made. China did something wrong. They didn't have an answer for it. Well, if that was the case, China would at least already have an idea of what it would take to stop this. To, to my knowledge, China's way of stopping this was just coercing everybody back inside, not giving them some kind of vaccine or miracle cure. If it was in China's hands for months before this for anybody else's, and if you follow the theory that America sold it to China or some guy from America sold it to China, that guy would have a vaccine probably ready to go by this point, I would think. It's been in cycle for a while now, and he doesn't have an answer either. America doesn't have an answer either in terms of vaccine. America, pretty much every miracle drug or treatment America has tried in the past two or three months has failed. Uh, India is trying the uh, the uh, blood plasma. That's kind of working. Uh, China, I think, has the furthest ahead vaccine, but I mean, that would make sense if they had it first. Um, a couple other places to try a couple of different things, but there's not really anything that's sparking the medical world think. We're getting this done by the end of this year. There's nothing like that out there right now. So it's kind of like, or this will be even handled by the end of the year. It's it's not a, a pseudoscience that shouldn't be involved in this. There's like if you're saying okay, just take enough herbs, you'll get through it. Okay, maybe, but like that's not for everybody, obviously. And that's another thing. 
this hit everybody's immune system differently. This doesn't hit any person's immune system the same way. It's like the flu, like like the cold. Some people get the flu and within the same week probably be dead. Some people get the flu and not even know it could just be cold for them. And this is this, this is that, but to another extreme, if you get what I'm saying. So there's no, there's no catch-all cure to this. And I wish people would stop pushing that through pseudoscience. I wish people would stop saying that governments have the answer to this and they can just sell whatever they want. They would sell it right now when the most people are alive. Every second that this thing exists, less people are alive, so less people can buy it. They want to be the most economically strong. I guess you can say they'd wait until depression when people were bad enough. They just would um, shell out whatever to get it. The problem is in depression, people don't have that much money to even get it. And you know they're not going to sell it for cheap. So, I mean, you would sell it right now if they had it right now. And if they had the sign, they had the control over the vaccine or control of the disease from the jump, a vaccine could probably have already been manufactured. So I don't think that it, this, listen, I'm going to close on this. Social distancing needs to continue being enforced, right? We don't have herd immunity or you're close. We do have a lot of people that do have antibodies starting to be made to this. I remember in New York, there was an article I read I think a couple of weeks ago. There was like 2.7 million people had it, something like that, antibodies. Um, I'm sure it seems that it's been in America since early, early January at the latest based on what some of these antibodies are saying. So it's very likely that we will have some people that are more resistant just because they may have came in contact with it a very minuscule amount and they're fine. But but keep in mind, this thing does not concretely have a barrier for repeat immunity. To phrase that better, there are cases, multiple cases, a lot of cases, where repeat immunity has not been a thing. Multiple people have got it again after getting it. This thing is still actively mutated. It's far past the 11 strains or whatever that it was just a couple months ago. I remember reading that there's a site that's dedicated towards tracking the strains. This thing is thrown out completely different directions, um, way different. It, it, it's, it's hit certain countries differently than others, but it does have even multiple control groups in those countries that is hitting differently. One part of Italy could be fine. Another part could be just completely massacred. Uh, in America, some states are handling this way better than others. And it's partially because some states don't have people dying from this the same way others do. Uh, Alabama has been hit pretty bad by this. We've had disproportionate death rate. I don't believe California did. Uh, I know Russia hasn't had a disproportionate death rate. In fact, they've been pretty good. South Korea has reduced a lot of cases from the jump, so the death rate may be better just because of that. I'm not sure. But the fact of the matter is, going back to living your old ways of like hugging up on people and walking up on people, all that stuff, not being conscious of who is near you, who, how far away they are of you, you need to still be aware of that at every moment, in my opinion. When you're going to the beach this weekend, which I hope you aren't, but if you are, please try to keep a distance away from people. I think if it got in the water, the salt would kill, kill it, so if someone sneezed and... I don't know, you ducked in the water, you might be fine, I guess. Don't, this isn't medical, none of this is medical knowledge. Please don't think it is. It was coming from me. But I just had to say that 
you don't have to worry about sneezing or if somebody is sneezing. If you're seven feet and more away from somebody, uh, as, as I understand. So try to keep your distance as best as possible. Um, you know, uh, just handle this the way you've handled being in a closed room with somebody that's infected. Think with that IQ, think with that knowledge, you should be fine. I didn't come with declining anybody, declining anybody's beliefs, political uh, expressions, any of that. I really didn't. But I do think it's important that we treat each other as more important than we treat the almighty dollar. And I know somebody's business might be struggling right now. Somebody's lifeline um, may have been wasted through building up something big. And now it's been taken all apart in just a couple of months, a couple of weeks even for some places. I understand that. But the thing is, you can always get a business back. You can always get your bearings back economically. Uh, financially, but you can never get a life back, and just keep that in mind when you're going out this weekend. Uh, hope you enjoyed the video. Please rate it wherever you may be watching this. You know, tell your friends about it. Uh, you're gonna have more of a variety of content. I'm trying to touch on two serious things too often because that's not my intention. That's not what I want to do. I just felt this was on my brain. I wanted to get it off. And hopefully, I've, you know, I don't know, taught somebody something or made somebody think differently about this as a. Thank you for listening. Uh, the Telesis will be here all night. Uh, peace.